Now, I know this was from last night, but let's just uh, just talk about this for a second. Take a look at the showdown. I mentioned last video how you know, I had a decent chance at a possible takedown in the, in the showdown slate last night. I want you to look at this. Really? Look at this. Okay. Not hundreds of dollars that I lose from a Chris Paul free throw at the end of the game. Not hundreds. Not thousands. Tens of thousands of dollars. I lost because for Chris Paul free throw at the end. I lost over $10,000. I end up walking away with 270 bucks. More proof. More proof. All right, guys. But yeah, I wanted to start off with that one. I, uh, let's just say I had some bad dreams about losing out on $10,000 by 0.25 points on a Chris Paul free throw. Uh, yeah, the, I did not get much sleep last night. Um, but yeah, before we talk about this two-game slate, which I am not excited for, um, if you guys are new, welcome to my channel. We'll be talking about the NBA DFS slate. I also break down uh, NFL DFS as well as uh, make content for prize picks. Prize picks is the sponsor of today's video. You can use the code DKDFS for a 100% match up to $100. If you're not familiar, it is a player prop site uh, where you build out player props. Um, you can build two, three, four, up to five, and you win up to 10 extra money. They have a lot of different sports. So if you guys want to give it a try, again, make sure to use that code three hundred dollars to play with on the site. Um, if you guys are looking for more in-depth content, go check out my Patreon. That is linked down below. Offer DFS packages as well as a prize picks package. Um, recapping the prize picks plays. Well, Simons hits. Sabonis easily hits. Nurkic hits. Three for three. Oh, yeah. Random massive foul trouble for Brunson and Zubach. Now, Zubach. I like to exaggerate a massive foul trouble just because that's just how I am. Zubach actually was mass. Like, he lost enormous minutes. Brunson, okay, yeah, he lost four or five minutes. Okay, but still, like, that, that would have been right there of, of Brunson hitting. Zubach lost, like, 52 minutes because of they, they played Moses Brown huge minutes. I just, come on, man. Come on. And then I add one more play to do not get me started on the Cavs coach. Was it J.B. Bickerstaff, right? Oh, you better believe he's added a list. Comes out and says, oh, yeah, Darius Garland's going to be on a limit. We're going to play him on short, short stints. So I take Darius Garland under PRA. It was 28 and a half. He got bumped down all the way to 24 and a half. So we get really good value, reacted to it quick. Thinking, all right, this is nice. You know, so yeah, uh, Bickerstaff said he was on a limit. Yeah, he was on a limit, all right. He was limited to 44 minutes. I hate all coaches. I hate all coaches, okay? I hate them all. There's not one coach I like. I hate them all. I, there's, they're actually, okay, foul trouble injuries tilt me, but I've said this numerous times. There is nothing that tilts me more than when a coach flat out lies. Usually it happens more in the preseason, and that, that's a different story. 
like, you know, picnic season, all it, whatever. When a coach, like, just, oh, because I had Garland in my lineup too on DFS. I was going to play Garland. Oh no, he's at a limit. Uh, take his under PRA. Plays the entire game, 44 minutes. Recapping my DFS lineup. So, huh, interesting. I don't know if you guys are catching on here, but no foul trouble, no injuries. Oh, yeah. Another easy cash in tournaments. Starting to catch on? I don't need to run good. I don't need my players to shoot 100% from the field. Or I don't need someone, you know, I play a star and, you know, the other star on that team gets injured. I don't need to run good. I just need to not run awful. Okay? So, uh, yeah, going over my lineup, uh, Lowry, Mitchell, uh, Duncan Robinson, Winslow, Sabonis, Simons, Zion Williamson, and Yusuf Nurkic. So, what do you know? DeMontis Sabonis finally stayed out of foul trouble. Finally. (laughs) Okay? And he played huge minutes and smashed. And the faders deserve this punishment. Okay? Now, I mentioned how the Royce O'Neal faders last game did not deserve it. You faded Sabonis. You deserve this punishment. Can't expect him to get in massive foul trouble every game. So that felt really good. Uh, he finally stays out of foul trouble and breaks the slate. Um, Kyle Lowry, really solid game. Now, Davion Mitchell, I talked about this on the YouTube video. You guys want to go back, watch, go back and watch it? I mentioned, I was like, I don't mind Malik Monk as a pivot off of Giga Chalk, Davion Mitchell. And if you did do that pivot, you won a lot of money. Now, for me, it didn't make sense to do that because I already knew I was playing low on guys. I knew, well, Zion actually was a bit more popular than I thought, but I knew Nurkic was going to be unowned. I knew Sabonis was going to be low owned. I knew Winslow was going to be low owned. I knew Duncan was going to be low owned. So it just, it didn't make sense for me to take that risk. Now, it's, again, it all comes down to roster construction. Now, if I had Siakam, if I ate Giga Chalk Siakam, uh, Giga Chalk Scotty Barnes, if I just played like all chalk, then I would have probably considered going Monk over Davion Mitchell. Don't get me started on Giga Chalk Pascal Siakam. Do not get me started there, all right? I faded. I was like, I think there's a good chance they blow out uh, the Spurs. They did blow them out, right? It's a 35-point game midway through the third. I'm thinking, yes, yes. Get, get Siakam out of the game at just enormous ownership. There's no reason for him to be in this game anymore. None. None, none, none. Plays the whole third quarter. They're up by like 40. What are we doing? And I'm thinking, all right, this, that was incredibly, incredibly unlucky that the Siakam people get the whole third quarter in a game that's been far over since, you know, early in the second half. Not only does he play the whole third quarter, he gets a shift in the fourth quarter so he can get a triple-double. It's a meaningless game. That is just idiotic for Nick Nurse to leave him in there so he gets the triple-double. So, yeah, that's what I said. Don't get me started on this Yakum thing. But Duncan Robinson, I go to him at low ownership, shot one of 20. Um, Justice Winslow. So I made a mistake here, and I was rightfully punished for it. I could have went to Najee Marshall, which I should have. I had a good feeling about Justice Winslow. I thought he could have been in the closing lineup. So I actually deserve to be punished for that. If I played Najee Marshall over Winslow, I would have won even more. Um, so that was a mistake on my part. And again, I deserve that punishment. 
Um, we talked about Sabonis. Absolutely smashed. The Anthony Simons first half. I mean, come on, man. He had like two points, two assists, and a board with like one minute left in the second quarter. How, like, how is that even possible? Luckily, he's not only salvaged, salvaged and smashed. And then Zion Williamson gets in foul trouble, loses some minutes. Um, and then my boy, the Bosnian Beast, at no ownership, once again, smash. So, one more time, right? I just, I don't, don't need to run good. I just need not to run awful, and I will be cashing most nights in tournaments, like tonight. So, good night overall on DFS. Uh, should have been a full sweep on prize picks, but deal with random foul trouble again. Um, and yeah, that's the recap. So, Two games slate, Golden State, Orlando, and Denver at Oklahoma City. And uh, really, with, with these teams, we have the Golden State Warriors and Steve Kerr's bench rotation and the Oklahoma City Thunder on a small slate. Are you serious? I might have to take this slate off. I, I really might. I'm not going to take it off because I'm a degenerate, but come on. Like, come on. I don't want to deal with the BS Steve Kerr bench rotation and anything but the Thunder rotation. That is just the worst. So I'll do my best to break it down, but I'm not excited to talk about this guy. I'm not excited. Not at all. All right. Golden State Orlando. So Golden State struggled so far to start the year. Steph Curry, 9.9K, had a massive triple-double last game. Um, I always like Steph when he's low-owned, but on this slate, he's probably going to be a bit more popular. Right? In a two-game slate, Golden State, you know, going up against the Magic, I think Steph's going to be a pretty popular play, but I still like him. Like, he's very involved. He's hitting a lot of shots up. Um, you know, he's rebounding the ball at a pretty good rate. Uh, his assist numbers have been up this season. So, yeah, I like Steph a good amount. Wiggins is your next safest play for sure. He should play mid-30s minutes. Um, he's played very well this season outside of a couple down games. He's been pretty consistent. So, I do like Andrew Wiggins. The other Warriors, so Jordan Poole in play for GPPs. I think he'll be low-owned. Um, did see 30 minutes. Didn't do much with that. Uh, Could have used that the previous game from him, though, when I faded him uh, at high ownership. But nah, he had like 10 fancy points at half at that at that uh, game. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get away with fading Jordan Poole. Goes for 20 fancy points in two minutes. And it's like, whatever. Um, but yeah, Poole should be relatively low on the slate. I think he's always someone that's intriguing for GPPs, but feels priced about right. Draymond? relatively safe play too like it's just like he's kind of there for me he should play around 30 minutes played 32 minutes last game a guy that can stuff the stat sheet um so yeah he's fine as is clay thompson like i don't have any super strong takes on these like other warriors like pool draymond clay they're all kind of just there but i'm supporting 31 minutes again if he knocks down his shots he does have a ceiling but he's really really struggled from the field the price is not super cheap though at only 5.5k so if you want to try to buy low on clay i'm totally fine with that for tournaments now this is where this is what i'm talking about with, with Steve Kerr, man. I hate Steve Kerr. Hate him. Hate him. Hate this. Just no rhyme or reason for any of this rotation behind, you know, the main guys. There's no rhyme or reason. So, you play any of these guys, good luck. Von Looney, 4-1, I think is a decent value play. He got in random foul trouble last game, only played 23 minutes, but would think he probably plays, you know, somewhere in the neighborhood of like around 25 minutes of this game, says competitive. So I don't mind him at this price point. He's probably the Golden State value play I like the best. Michael Green, uh, smash last game, almost went for a double-double. Um, his minutes, you know, he's hovering in like 15 to 18-minute range. You can't expect him to go for 25 faints points in 18 minutes again, but he is only 3.6K. 
Wiseman's minutes have continued to tick down. I mean, he's been decent offensively, but he is just getting abused out there defensively. Just um, absolutely awful on the defensive end. So, I mean, it's hard to feel great about Wiseman. If you want to consider him a large field tournament, sure. Like, if let's just say this. If you told me that James Wiseman was playing 17 minutes tomorrow, he would be in my lineup. If you told me he was playing 15 minutes tomorrow, I would highly consider it. Because, like, he's actually pretty good point per minute, but he's really just getting killed out there defensively, and his minutes have been ticking down. And then Moses Moody, 3-3, most likely plays around 15 minutes. Again, a fine dart throw. I don't know why, but Ty Jerome is in the rotation. He's playing like 12 to 15 minutes. He's 3.1. Um, Kaminga did not play last game, but previous to that played 19 minutes. It's just, you saw, I think I, I, think I saw Anthony Lamb in the rotation. Oh, that was, yeah, two games ago. I just, uh, hate Steve Kerr. All right, Orlando. So this is actually a little bit easier team to talk about. They're running a relatively tight rotation. This is an up-tempo matchup here against Golden State, so there's a lot to like here for Orlando. Alaban Caro as uh, massive chalk last night, which was a huge bust. He struggled the last couple games, but he's still been throughout the year their most consistent player. He's still playing big minutes too, so I have no issue if you want to go right back to the wall on Paolo Bancaro. Would guess ownership drops a little bit on him because of what he did to people last night. Wanda Carter Jr. finally smashed. I'm one for 55 fans points with Bancaro struggling. No kind, no surprise really that Carter Jr. had a really good game. Um, so Carter Jr. against his Golden State front court uh, at 7-4. I would say more of a tournament play. I don't love the price point, but he's still firmly in play. And I am not tilted at all about Franz Wagner. No way, Jose. No, I am not. I'm a new guy. I don't tilt. Uh, no, I, I did not. I definitely did not take his over on assist here and here at four and a half. No, that was not me. That was a different DK. And then he goes for seven assists when I finally don't take his over assists. Played him in DFS here too? No. Ah, I'm happy for Franz. I'm happy he had a good game and he had seven assists. Yeah, 37 minutes. I mean, he's going to play big minutes. Again, if you're, if you're going to say who's the optimal spend up of this bunch, it's going to be Bancaro, but he's still will probably be the most popular of those top three guys. Now, this is a guy that I love firing up. There's, there's actually few things better than tweeting out the, the, the two bowl picture when bowl bowl is smashing. There, there's, there's few things better in life than tweeting that out. I absolutely love that. Um, bowl bowl started, played 31 minutes. He's a good point per minute guy. He's small forward, power forward eligible. I still think he's a decent play. Um, now, keep an eye on Terrence Ross news. He left last game, did not return with a knee injury. If I had to guess, I would say he does not come back. If that's the case, you probably see Suggs inserted in the starting lineup, um, you know, with Bull, Franz, Carter, Bancaro. That would be my guess. Jalen Suggs, 5'7", first game back, did not shoot well, but did play 28 minutes. So keep an eye on that starting lineup. Because if Suggs starts, I do kind of like him. And then if there's no Terrence Ross and Suggs starts, you're going to see, you know, some backup run for RJ Hampton, who I think would make an okay tournament play. Um, and then that would just, you know, kind of bump up the bench guys a little bit. Chumo Kiki's minutes went way down last game, but maybe he goes back up to around 20 minutes. Mo Bamba has been playing the backup five with Bull Bull in the starting lineup. I think he, like, he's an okay tournament flyer. Um, don't really think I want to mess with, like, Caleb Houston or uh, Kevin Harris, who are really, really bad point per minute guys. So not really going to mess with those guys, but... Um, yeah, if there's no Ross off the bench, then again, I would assume it's Suggs that starts. A little bit interesting Hampton, a little bit interesting Okiki, a little bit interesting Bamba. But the positive is 
Like the main guys should play pretty big minutes. They should. And then the final game here is Denver and Oklahoma City. So, I mean, you could say both games have a little bit of blow risk. Let's see. What are the Vegas odds? Um, I'm just curious. So, yeah, Golden State's eight-point favorites. Denver, six-point favorites. So, a little bit of blow rest, I guess, in each game. For the Nuggets, Nikola Jokic, I mean, this is just, it's a smash matchup against the Thunder. It really is. Last time against the Thunder, went for 66 feints points. There's literally no one on the team that can defend him. So, um, yeah, I like Jokic a good amount there at the top. I don't think it's a contrarian take. He looks great. Now, this next group of Michael Porter Jr., Gordon, and Jamal Murray all look pretty similar to me. Um, MPJ, 6'5", probably the guy with the highest ceiling, him or Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray struggled this year, but he did have a decent game last game, going for 34 fantasy points, and he did play 32 minutes. So, like, his minutes have been ticking up a bit. So, the ceiling's probably the highest on Murray and MPJ, where Aaron Gordon kind of just, like, lands in the middle. Um, probably won't kill you, but probably won't win you a tournament either. So, I mean, they're all... Look relatively similar, like I said, at MPJ, Gordon, Murray. These guys, these three should play like low 30s minutes. KCP, the other, <laughs> the other starter, had a bit of an outlier game last game, going for nine points, five assists, five boards, two blocks, and a steal. Normally, KCP is a pretty scoring-dependent guard who's a 3 and D guy, um, but he, he did play 33 minutes, so like I'm totally fine playing KCP. I don't know what you're going to get out of him of you know low 30s minutes, and he knocks down shots, he can get you there. Now, off the bench, we've got to keep an eye on a couple things. Bones Highland and Ishmith, both questionable. Now, they did say that Bones Highland is expected to play, I saw, um, from a Nuggets beat writer. So, again, we'll monitor it. Um, but if, if both Bones and Ishmith are out, then you probably get the backup point guard run for Bruce Brown at 5-2, who I think would be a viable tournament value play. Um, so, I'll monitor that. Uh, Dusty, DeAndre, Jordan, I mean, he's playable. He's going to back up Jokic. Whatever Jokic doesn't play, Jordan will play, unless the game turns into a massive blowout. Um, but you most likely see you know, some of the neighborhood of like 10 to 15 minutes. He's playable. I mean, he's awful NBA player, but he's decent point per minute. So he's fine. Dusty Jeff Green is fine. He had a bad game last game, but most of the time he's playing around 20 minutes. So the two dust balls in Jeff Green and Jordan are totally viable options. Can we talk about this too? How is his name pronounced Christian Brown? Someone tell that. Someone explain that to me. It's Christian Braun. I mean, come on. There's no way this is pronounced Christian Brown. Someone make that make sense. Someone. Right? There's, it's not like, how is it pronounced Christian? It's, it's literally pronounced Christian Brown, and I don't understand how. But yeah, I'm 3.2K. I mean, he's been in the rotation, just a fine tournament flyer play. Um, and yeah, again, if Bones Highland plays, I always like him for tournaments. If the game blows out, maybe he plays a little bit more, but they also probably, if Schmidt is available, would, would just dust him off and you know, dust off the end of the bench, guys, if it's a massive blow. And the Thunder. And the Thunder. Oklahoma City Thunder. So, the top three guys. We know what's going to happen here most of the time with these top three guys. Shea Gilders Alexander, he's going to play like 35 minutes. He's their clear go-to guy. I have absolutely no issue with him at 9.7K. Now, what I will say, you cannot expect Shea Gilders Alexander to continue to average like four or five blocks and steals a game. He has been smashing those. So that's not going to continue. He's not going to average like five blocks and steals a game. But he's still their clear go-to guy running their offense through him. So I have no issue with Shea. Josh Giddy, I mean, for some reason, he came off the bench in the second half. I just hate the Thunder. 
But um, yeah, he should start and he should play, you know, low 30s minutes. I think he's a decent option at this price point. And Lou Dort is just there. I mean, he also should play over 30 minutes, but he's very clearly their third option off. The rest of the Thunder. How do I say this? Say this in a nice way. Get a dartboard. Put Rayman, Jalen Williams, Pokashevsky, Aaron Wiggins, JRE, Baisley, Kenneth Williams, Muscala, Usman Jang on the dartboard. Everyone, you know, gets a little section of the dartboard. You want to play one Thunder? Throw a dart. See who it lands on. Want to play two? Row two darts. I'm not kidding either. His face look like I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. Okay. Seriously, though. On this slate, it's all going to come down to ownership for the secondary Thunder guys. So, if... Everyone's gonna play Alexi Pokashevsky because of that last big game, or if everyone's gonna play JRE because he started last game and did play over 20 minutes, if everyone's gonna go to those two, I'm just gonna play Darius Basley. If everyone's gonna play Jalen Williams because he started last game, everyone's gonna do that, I'm just gonna play Trey Man. Right? There's literally no rhyme or reason to these rotations. No idea who's going to play what behind those top three guys. So it literally just comes down to ownership. I'm not going to play a chalk thunder value. I'm going to tell you that right now. I'm not doing that tomorrow. Um, so whoever picks up a lot of ownership, I'm just not. I'm just going to go a different direction in tournaments. So I mean that's basically it. I mean Trey Mann's five one. He's played like mid twenties minutes last couple games. He's been decent. Jalen Williams started was. Massive chalk, only played 22 minutes, but a guy that will chuck when he's out there. Luxie Pogoshevsky absolutely smashed last game, played 31 minutes. For previous games, he was almost out of the rotation. JRE was basically a DNP two games ago, then plays 22 minutes, but only played like five first half minutes. Darius Baisley, I played him last late. He played like 14, he played like 15 first half minutes. I'm thinking, yes, finally getting lucky. He starts the second half. Plays 30 seconds, gets benched, comes back in midway through the first, midway through the fourth, gets an assist, rebound, right back to the bench. No rhyme or reason. So, Baisley, not a bad point per minute guy. Who on earth knows how many minutes he's going to play? Henrich Williams, still in the rotation. Um, or wait, did he not play last game? Kevin Williams did not play last game. Okay, that, that I did not, I missed that. Okay. Um, wow, Really? I guess, yeah, I did not, I thought for sure he played. But, okay, so if Ken, who knows, though? So, Ken Williams didn't play last game. He could start, like, you're, I guarantee you, whatever you think this Thunder starting lineup's going to be, it's going to be something else. There's no, there's going to be a different starting lineup, like, every year. So, or every game. So, yeah. I mean, Ken Williams could start, and I wouldn't be surprised. Mike Muscala, 3-4. Um, he, did he also not play? He also didn't play last game, but he could see minutes. Usman Jang uh, did see 17 minutes, but he could very easily get a DNP. Um, so it's just, like I said, get the dart board out and throw your dart. Or just whoever's getting a lot of ownership for the Thunder value, just go a different direction in tournaments. So 
That's going to wrap it up for the video, guys. Again, if you have been enjoying the content, make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. And I appreciate you guys, as always. I'll have a Thursday night football video up right after this, and I'll see you all in the next one.